Everyone knows the dangers of high cholesterol. Are there better ways to control it than by taking drugs? InfoTrack's Roy Mackey speaks with an expert. Roy? Thanks, Chris. At least 200 million Americans have high cholesterol, and the group of cholesterol-lowering drugs called statin drugs are the second most prescribed drugs today. But are there other ways? Can you lower your cholesterol by changing your diet? Dr. David Vitko is the author of a book called Perfect Cholesterol in Three Weeks, and he's here to share some tips. Dr. Vitko, welcome to InfoTrack. Thanks for having me. Most people have seen the TV commercials for Lipitor and Zocor and so forth, and they probably think that's the only course, maybe the best course of action. But you say there are other approaches that work well, including diet. Tell us about that. There's no debating the underlying cause of high cholesterol. It's our diet. And the sooner you come to terms with that and live accordingly, the sooner you can enjoy the good health we all deserve. My book points people in the direction of, hey, let's do something drastic for a few weeks, really lower that cholesterol fast, and then you can eat some of the foods you love again in such a way that you don't raise the cholesterol back up. So it basically is a three-week plan to remove saturated fats from our diet to really pull the rug out from under cholesterol, excess cholesterol production in the body, and really bring it down fast. For three weeks, it removes all saturated animal fats from the diet because there are saturated fats in nuts, and nuts are a big part of this diet. And then after the three weeks and you resume eating some meat, you're probably still staying away from a lot of red meat maybe and other fatty meats? Is that well, what well, you're you saying? Well, you know, there are animal, saturated animal fats are found in a lot of foods, in baked goods, certainly in butter and dairy products. You know, meat isn't the only thing. And that's where the typical family doctor's diet fails when they try to have patients follow a diet to lower cholesterol. They say, well, reduce the amount of red meat you eat. You know, you can raise your cholesterol by eating chicken. You know, everybody thinks chicken is the answer, and it's truly not. So it really does. It goes and it it removes all those uh, saturated animal fats. And so what I try to do, and the way that I've managed to keep my cholesterol down since lowering it, and by the way, I keep mine between 150 and 170 or 180 for the most part, is that I reserve those times that I want to eat, you know, like a fatty meal for birthdays or celebrations, and I try to limit it to no more than about once a week that I eat a really fatty meal. Now, does that mean that I never eat any animal products other times during the week? No, not really. I do eat some of those foods from time to time. For instance, I might eat something with some butter in it or something like that, but I try to really limit the large fatty meals to about once a week. Just remember this. It's not what you do once in a while that undermines your health. It's what you do on a daily basis that chips away at your health. Let's talk about the specifics of HDL and LDL for just a moment. LDL being the bad cholesterol and HDL being the good cholesterol. My impression is that these statin drugs are pretty good at lowering the bad cholesterol, but they don't do a whole lot for good cholesterol. What does your diet do in regards to those? Yeah, that's my understanding of how statin drugs work, too. LDL is really controlled mostly by diet, and HDL is controlled more by exercise. People who tend to exercise tend to have higher HDL, and most doctors will tell you to exercise if you want to raise your HDL. But my emphasis is on total cholesterol, and the reason is the problem that cholesterol causes is that it's an undissolved particle in the blood. And what happens when you have too much cholesterol in the blood is that it essentially makes your blood thicker or more resistant to flow, more viscous. And it really doesn't matter to me so much that you have 
you know, a balance of so much HDL, so much LDL, we found really that the most important thing is to get the total cholesterol down to a number where your blood tends to be less resistant to flow. Aside from uh, what is actually a fairly high expense, these cholesterol drugs do have some potential side effects, and they have to have fairly frequent monitoring, don't they? Yeah, and really uh, most doctors will watch very closely for problems with liver damage, and that's you know most often found with elevated liver enzymes. Dr. David Vitko, the author of Perfect Cholesterol in Just Three Weeks. Do you have a website where folks can find out more information? Sure. The website is www.drvitko.com. Thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack. Thanks for having me. For InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That'll do it for this edition of InfoTrack. Thanks to our InfoTrack reporters, Roy Mackey and Taryn McCall. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer. Our announcer is Charlie Van Dyke. And I'm Chris Witter. Internet services by Pair.com. We're heard on over 450 stations across America and online at TalkZone.com. InfoTrack is produced by Syndication Networks of Chicago. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for another InfoTrack.